We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. my heart. 
doesn't want to miss his calling. He doesn't want to miss the will of God. When a man loves the Lord, he will
down deep in my heart since I found you. Now I'm on my way, Jesus, deep in sin, falling deeper and deeper into my sinful ways. Now I'm on my way. Save me. 
wanna stick with you. Cause I'm stuck on you. I've got this feeling down deep in my heart since I found you. Now I'm on my way. Jesus, deep in sin, falling deeper and deeper into my sinful ways. But now I'm on my way. I have found a new life. I have found a new life. I have found a new Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we want to thank you for this blessed opportunity we have to be in your presence. Thank you for your great mercies. Thank you for your great kindness. Thank you for the riches of your mercies that's directed toward us, Lord. May we hear your word. May we be healed. May we be saved. May we be blessed, Lord. Thank you for healing our ways, healing our calling, our ministries, Lord. Thank you, Father, that our lives shall be blessed. By the reading, sharing, and preaching and teaching of your word. Thank you, Father. Have mercy on us, Lord. Show us mercy. Show us mercy, Lord. Show us great mercy tonight. Thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name I pray. With thanksgiving. And the saints of God said, Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. And you may take your seats. Hallelujah. Well, always a joy to be in church. Church is a good place to be. Hallelujah. Are you blessed to be here too? Uh, Good to see all of you again. Last week I was in Ghana and um, we had a blessed time. We had a consecration of 22 new bishops and apostles. Hallelujah. So, now, now we have 60 bishops in total. Wow. One day you shall be one of them. Hallelujah. It's a, it's a good thing. He that desireth the office of a bishop desireth a good work. Have you read that verse before? So, never feel bad when you want to do more and do greater works. Because the scripture says that this is a true saying. If a man desire the office of a bishop, that is, if a man has a craving, a feeling, a vision, 
to become a bishop, he says that he desireth a good work. The work of a bishop is a good work. So anyway, I see you rising to becoming a bishop. Yes. Yeah, so uh, all of that say amen. God is watching you. So if you don't mean it, don't say amen. Okay. Yeah. So as you say amen, it's registered. There are books in heaven. One of them is a book of life. But there are other books that keep records. So may God help you to get there. May he make a way for you. May he carve out a smooth path for you. May he give you that blessed opportunity to serve him in the high office. It's called the high office of a bishop. Hallelujah. So, well, we have 60 bishops now. And uh, it's a great blessing to see what God is doing in the church. And um, we are back to continue working and to make more pastors, shepherds, and then bishops, okay? Depending on you. So today I have a short message that I would be happy if you listen to the message. And if you hear the message. So the series is just something that I felt I should come and talk to you about. So that's why, that's why I'm going to talk to you about it. Um, Next time we meet, maybe we'll have a series. But this one is a one-off. I just want to talk to you. I just want to talk to you about this one. And uh, I hope you'll remember. Why do I want to talk to you about this message I'm going to talk to you about? Because um, there's something called the law of deterioration. With the passage of time, things change. And sometimes, sometimes it's actually scary. When you see uh, people changing, institutions changing, organizations changing, churches changing, ministries changing. I mean, things change. You know, it changes unconsciously. Most people, most people in this, in this life, I realize, are not, um, are not bad people. I have, I have, I've made uh, a number of visits to to the prison, both to preach and to visit or see people that I know. And I discovered that the people that are there are not necessarily bad people, but they are there. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? You don't understand what I'm saying. Yes. They, are not, they, are not like, they are not like monsters, but they are there. So, some, some of the things, people don't always intend or plan to, to be evil or to be wicked or to be bad. But before you realize, you're a bad boy. Before you realize, you're a bad girl. Before you realize, you've been defined as Someone who is, who is some way. Because standards dropped. And we, 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 we overlook a lot of things that can help us stay on course. And be, it's like, it's like, it's like um, what you first believed. Do you remember when you first became born again? Yes, when you first became born again. The things that you turned away from, 
the things that you said you won't do again, the things that you said, no, this one is evil. So you put yourself on a course that I am walking on this road. But with time, you'll be surprised that, you'll be surprised that, um, um, most of those things can be meaningless to you. Because even when you find yourself turning to the left or to the right, you just throw a couple of tongues into your into the air. You just do shandola badiba daba low Lord, mercy, Lord, hey, forgive. Hey, then you just continue. So your 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 relationship with God is deteriorating. But you may not even be aware that it's deteriorating. Um your your seriousness and your devotion to Christ, to the cross, to God. You can easily be in the church and you've lost it. And you you may not even be aware that it's gone. So, tonight, what what I want to share with you is just something to, you know, bring our minds back so that we can maintain, we can maintain to the best of our ability and our knowledge and our understanding, something that can make us worthy of our calling. Worthy of our calling. We need, we need, we need to maintain a certain understanding. And no, it's not, it's, not, it's not a problem. There's no problem. It's not a problem because as human beings, we forget. It's, it's, it's a law. It's a law of this world. Things that you start. It's like, it's like having a child. Have you not seen a mother saying that, I don't know where my child learned this thing from? How many of you have heard that before? Or even some of you, if your, if your mom knew what you are up to, would, not, would, it, would she not wonder, where did you learn this from? Who taught you this? Where did you pick these things up from? Because they never, they never trained us. They never trained us to to do some things. They never taught us some things. They can't even imagine that we know some things. They can't even imagine it. They'll have, I remember the day when I was talking to someone's mother and the mother was describing her daughter. This girl, this girl has had, okay, I don't want to tell you what she's had, but she's done things. And I remember I was talking to her mother. And you should hear the praises. She praised her daughter to the extent that she said she is a pure virgin. And I was, I was sitting there. I wasn't standing. If I was standing, I'm sure I would have collapsed. I was sitting. And I remember I just said to myself, Alas. You are deceived. Because she, I mean, she really, she really sang the praises of her, of her, of her beautiful, her beautiful 23-year-old daughter who had lost it long time ago in Bethlehem. Long time ago. But there she was. She didn't know. She can't, I could tell her, she can't even imagine that her beautiful girl knows of anything 
I mean, I've never heard a, a mother talk of, I mean, it's, it's, quite, it's quite a risky thing to say. Because it's not something that you, you can tell from the color of the hair. After a certain age, you just, you just leave your children, every, anybody, anybody around you, just leave the person to God. It's God who can preserve. You don't go around beating your chest and saying that these, my church members, are pure. You, you are, it even shows that you are even inexperienced. You're actually inexperienced to, to say that your church members, these your members, these your pastors, these your shepherds, I mean, they are, the, they are the best of the best. No, 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 no. It's by the grace of God. You just leave, you get away, you leave them to God. Because you no longer drop them off at nursery and pick them up. You don't drop them off at, 11, at 9 o'clock and pick them up at 11.30. No. No, you don't. That's not, that's not the life anymore. So anyway, what am I saying? What I'm saying to you is that things change. Not because people plan to um, become some way. But it's like a natural course of life. And it's sometimes because we forget. We forget some things or we are unaware of some things. So I just I just want to share one point. You know, my message is one point. It's, just, it's a one point message, and and it will end soon. Okay, it will end soon. As as I've, as I've introduced it to you, that's it. I've actually I've finally said virtually everything that I have to say. So turn your Bibles to the book of John, chapter fourteen. Let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Then verse 20 says that, At that day, you shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. Hallelujah. Verse 21 says that, He that hath my commandments, and keepeth them, he it is, that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Manifest is, is, is to show. I'll show myself to him. He'll see me. May you see the Lord. May you experience him. May you see him in your finances. May you see him in your quiet time. May you see him in your ministry. May you see him in your relationships. May you see him in your marriage. May you see him in every area of your life. So it means that when you don't see him, when he doesn't show up, there's a problem. Because this is a promise. This, what you are reading is a promise. The, the, the word of God is full of promises. Full of promises. But the promises are conditional. Do you understand? It's not, it's not, the promises are not one of those things that like a young boy, a young boy would wake up, would wake up and just say that, um, 
You are the only flower in my garden. I love you with all my heart. I could add my kidney and my spleen. Like many years ago in the university, somebody said to my wife, before I came on the scene, somebody said to her, you were born on Wednesday. I was also born on Wednesday. My mother has passed away. Your mother has also passed away. People have things to say. This one too, is this something that you use to convince a woman? So, there was Wednesday. Then there was a passing away of the mother. Then he added, then he added, he said, if you don't marry me, I cannot marry anybody on the face of this earth. Hey! Hey! He actually got married before she did. I think after she bounced in, then he went for, he went for comfort somewhere. But he was talking too much. She, was, she, she wasn't impressed. Next time you go somewhere, don't talk too much, okay? Yes. Be calm. Yes. I didn't say much. <laughs> I came, I saw, and I conquered. <laughs> All these plenty talkings. I was into plenty talkings. Yeah. Faith comes by hearing. Okay. (laughs) But what I'm saying is that God's promises are not like that young man, young, small university boy, saying to a woman, We were both born on Wednesday. We've both lost our mothers. If you do not marry me, it's impossible for me to marry. I mean, the other day I was, I boarded a flight. I boarded a flight. And I was putting my luggage into the um, luggage hold. Yes. Then I saw someone sitting next to some woman with a big stomach. I saw that they were smiling at me. So I just said, and I continue my thing. Then, when I finished, when I turned, they were still staring at me. And, and he, said, he said something to the lady. It's like, it's him. It's this. So they smiled again. <laughs> then, he called me by a name. So as soon as he called me by that name, I knew where he's coming from and the world that he has come out from. So I just said, hi. I mean, then he said, you don't recognize me. I said, yes, I don't. Then he mentioned his name. Who was he? Mr. Wednesday and Mr. My mother is dead. (laughs) 
as soon as I sat down, I took my phone and called my wife. I said, he's here, he's here. <laughs> he's here. I said, he's here. He's here. He didn't die. She's actually pregnant. And do you know what? Do you know what? The pregnant one sitting next to him was not the first one. This is another one. <laughs> So I said, can you see? You'd have been number three by now. (laughs) He's here. He's sitting here. He just called me. He just called me. He He told me that it's him. Because he looks different. God's promises. Usually, I think usually, have a condition to it. That's why they are called covenants. Yes, that's why they are called covenants. It's like there's something, when you do it, you enter into a certain type of agreement with God. Can you have a better, a better partner in this life than God? As you are living, it's like, it's like God owes you this, or God will do this for you. So he's saying, can you give me my verse again? He's saying that I will love him and will manifest myself to him. He will, he will see me. He will see me. He will see me. May you see the Lord. Amen. He will see me. He will see me. I will be there with him. He will, he will see me. He will see me. He will. I will, I will, I will manifest myself to him. Verse 22. Judah saith unto him, not Iscariot. Lord, how is it that thou will manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, can you, can you see? Because these are, the, these are the arguments that people have today. These are, are, we, are we not all God's children? If God, is, uh, if God is real, will this be like this? If God is there, will he be like this? If God is this, will he be that? I've served God all this while. I've been going to church like this. I've done this, but it will not this be like this. If God is this, will not it? Is that, is that one of the arguments that people bring? I've been in the church. If there's this, should I not be this? I've been here. If there's this, should I not be this? People have all sorts, all sorts of arguments and questions, like 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 teenagers debating. Have you experienced a teenager's debate before? The chief sign of a teenager is debate. Debate. This must be like this, and this should be like this. And if this was this, it should be this. And if this was like this, you know, then therefore this. But then because it's not like this, it's a bit like it remi- it reminds me of when I was in year nine. When I hear them talking, this reminds me of yeah, it's it's tiring, it's tiring, it's tiring. Verse twenty-two again. Judas saith unto him, not Iscariot, not the other guy. Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself? Unto us and not unto the world. 
How come some people will be blessed? Some people will see you. Some people will be protected by you. Some people will experience you and not the whole world. How come? How come? Then he answers. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words. And my father will love him. And we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Can you see how, can you see how some people experience the presence of God? That is like, it's like God is, it's, it's like we will come, we will actually come. And see, you know, there, there are some people when, when they enter into a room or they enter where you are, it's like, it's as though they come with another person. Their, their presence is, diff, is different from somebody else. When they come around, when they come around, it's like somebody, it's like something has come. Something has come. Typical is someone like uh, Pastor Benny Hinn. I don't know that you've attended any of his programs before. But when he, when he enters, when he enters the hall, the arena, whatever, you can actually tell he didn't come alone. Multitudes have come with him. Something comes, something comes with him. The atmosphere is different. Put my verse, keep my verse, okay? Keep my verse. I'm reading. He says that, and we will, we will come unto him and make our abode with him. First, he said that, first he said that we will manifest ourselves to him. That, that means that we will show ourselves to him. He will see us. Then now he's saying that. He's saying that we will come. We will come unto him. And make our abode with him. We will come on him. And we will stay with him. So, who is that person? Who is that person? That's the person I want to talk to you about and then... In 10 minutes, the service is over. That person if a man if if a man love me he will keep my words. He will keep my words. The question is, the question is, what does it mean? What does it mean to love God or to love someone? What does it mean? What does it mean? Or, or another way of looking at it is, what are the implications of doing what God says you should do? What is the implication? What does it imply? It implies that you love God. Not by, not by wearing nice clothes and coming to church. Not by, because, not by, not by being appointed, ordained, even consecrated. Not by that. I've not seen, I've not seen, if, if a man if a man will, will be consecrated, then it means he loves me. If a man will be ordained, then it means he loves me. 
If a man will be appointed, then it means he loves. I've not read that yet. I've not read that yet. But I can see if he will keep my words. If he will keep my words. If he will keep my words. If he will keep my commandments. Then I will come unto him. And, I, and we will make, and make our abode with him. And then it means that he loves me. If he loves me, he will keep my words. It's not by appointment. You see, I've seen, I've seen two categories of people in my brief pastoring life. One group, one group seem dead sure that when I have a post in the church, it means that I love God. Do you understand what I mean, post? If I sing, if I'm in the worship team, if I'm an usher, if I, uh, what else do we do in church? If I'm a cell leader, if, if I am, if I am, if only I am put in charge of people, then it means, it means to me, it's like that, that role, that function implies my closeness to God. I've seen that group. And I've seen another group who would also say that I don't need to do anything in church to be serving God. They also exist. Which group is right? If you ask me, I tell you, both, both are lost. Both of them are lost. Both of them are. Because you see, you can't despise the church and say that you love God. It's like, it's like despising your nose and saying that you like yourself. The church is the body of Christ. You can't criticize, you can't criticize a church and say that you love God. You criticize a church and you say you love God. You criticize a church, then you say you love God, you are into God. It's like, it's like I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to be active, alive, be seen in the church. Like, I'm not into that. I'm not into that. No, you can't say that. Neither can you say that your role and your function in the church explains who you are and your closeness to God. I'll just give you a verse. Let me give you a verse. Do you want a verse? Matthew 15. Matthew 15. Try verse 8. He said that these people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips. But their heart is far from me. It's like, it's like these are people who are saying things. Who are saying things, singing things, declaring things. But their heart, their heart it's far from me. They don't really like me. They don't really want me. They are not real. They are not really into me. Even though they are saying things, saying things, singing things, confessing things, but their hearts. So it's like he's saying that 
when you see when you see us performing, acting, it doesn't mean that we are close to God. Closeness. He said, if you want to see closeness, the person who loves me loves me. John fourteen twenty three. This is the person who loves me. He will keep my words. He will keep my words. He will do what I have told him to do. What I have said to him, do, that is what he will do. What God has said is what he will do. Not, not the standards of the Western world or what is common or what is the norm. The norm is not the truth. <laughs> You can find a million people, a billion people doing something, but they could be wrong. The fact that your whole tribe is into this doesn't mean that it has been approved of by God. It doesn't mean that. What means anything is his words. His words. What is God saying? What has God said? What has God said to you? What is God saying? What is God saying? What are the words of God? If he will keep my words, if he will keep, he loves me if he will keep my words. Not, not, not if he would, not if he, not if he will shower praises on me. I mean, as a human being, there are a lot of people who, have, who say nice things to you. But will they do what you, what, what you tell them today? Will they do it? A lot of members say nice things to their pastors. I mean, pastors hear nice words. Occasional, occasionally, once in a while, we'll have an orangu who will say something horrible. But generally, most of the time, 99% of the time, we hear nice things. Church members promote us all the time. They start from pastor. Then they'll say rev. Then they'll say my friend. Then when they feel happy, then they'll promote you. They'll say now you're puppy. Papa. Popo. Pilipo. Paps. I'm a, pa- I'm a pastor who has left the church about uh, uh, 14 years ago. He still, he still calls me Papa. Papa. In rebellion, but still shouting Papa. Papa, but still continuing rebellion. Has lied to me, has deceived me, has been rude to me, has done everything. But if he sends me at my birthday, he say, "Happy birthday, Papa! Happy New Year, Papa! Merry Christmas, Papa!" The other day, he said he wanted something, and I asked him. He said, "He said, he said to me, yes, no." He said to me, he said, "Your prodigal son." I said, "Do you know prodigal son?" I said, I, said, I said to him, do you know the end of the prodigal son? The prodigal son, he came home. He came home. 
Have you read the prodigal son? It's not just, it's not just a cliche. I said prodigal son. Have you read your Bible? Do you know prodigal son? You say you are prodigal son? Prodigal son, he left everything. He left everything and came home. He came home. He came to submit himself to his father's authority. He said, anything you will tell me, I will do. You love me, my words. You love me, my words. If Jesus judged people by their words, Mr. Pastor, Miss Pastor, we better copy Christ and not, and not copy uh, shirts, shirts from uh, Matalan and gifts and other things to, to, to know who is nice in the church and who is not. The words, the things that you have said, do this, would they do it? Anybody who falls short of a clear instruction doesn't love you. Does not love you. You can create your own standard for yourself. You can create your own standard for yourself. You will live to discover that the words of Jesus are true. You can create your own formula for yourself. You can tell, you can tell yourself another story. The words of Christ will be, it will be sitting there smiling. One day you come back and discover that hey, the words of Christ were true. This is, this is what Jesus used to judge man and to assess man. He said, if a man love me, if a man love me, if a man love me, he will keep my words. He will. He will. He will keep on. He would, he would do what I'm saying. If he loves me, he will do what I'm saying. He will. He will do it. Your love for God is not through your uniforms that you wear. Or you'll be around on Sundays. Will you do what he said? What have you done with his calling? Did he not call you? Do you know that you are called? What have you done with it? What do you do with it? Done with the calling, what extent? How far have you followed through with the calling? Sometimes, even in the church, the messages we preach have even changed. You can you can tell from the fruits. You can tell from the fruits that these people are being fed with something different. They are being fed with something different. Because what you eat, what you eat, we can tell what you eat by the way you are growing. Churches, when you go there, every, everybody there is a top businessman. They're into um, virtual venture capital, venture capital, venture capital. You see, everybody's into that. It's what they are eating, it's what they are eating, it's what they are eating. Another church when you go there, everybody's becoming a pastor. It's what they are eating. 
It is, it is what, it is what the people eat. It is what the people eat. That makes them what they are. It is what they eat, what they are eating. If you love me, he will keep my words. He will keep my words. The only way you can tell God that you love him is the extent to which you keep his words and the extent to which you have kept his words. Here ended the preaching of my sermon today. Yeah. That's my message. That's my message. That's all I have to tell you today. If you keep his words, it means you love him. If you want to know whether you love him, it's you and his words. You and his words. You have a leader, a pastor, a whatever, between you and him. If you keep his words. Oh, perhaps it's more, it's more of the pastor to use to assess because sometimes we, we don't know how to even choose people and how to keep people. And we, we don't know who to keep. You keep the ones that are obey, what, obey what you say. Yeah. Keep the ones that obey what you say. You can't force someone to like you. People, people say to us all the time that they don't like us. They say direct and indirect. Why should you wrestle with such a person? Why should you waste your time on such a person? I wouldn't waste my time on such a person. When your actions are giving me a message that I don't like you. (laughs) I don't like, I haven't chosen you as my leader. I haven't chosen you as my pastor. When, when, When there are others who have chosen me. When there are others, when I say stop, they will stop. Why should I waste my time on you? Can you give me a reason why? I can call, I can call this message those who hate you. Those who hate you. If you don't know those who hate you, check out those that, those that you say do this and they don't do it. They are the ones, they actually hate you. They hate you. They hate your vision. They hate your, they hate, they hate everything about you. I didn't say it. I, just, I didn't say it. I'm not feeling emotional or anything. I just read my Bible. And I've come to read it to you. Those who hate you. Your haters. <laughs> Those who hate you. Your haters. Here they are. When you say do this, they do the opposite the opposite. When you say, don't do this, do this, you see, you, you see that, you see, when, when you're in a church, a church like our church, where we emphasize shepherding, shepherding, love the people, follow the people up, don't lose any. You see, at a point, the airheads, those who don't know how to respond to love, will even start using it against you. It's like, I'm leaving the church, then, then we are running. <laughs> don't go. No, you know, 
the implication, the implication of disobedience is that you hate the one that gave the instructions. I shouldn't feel bad when you are going. I don't want to say if you are going, you can go. I, I, you see, I don't want to say, but You, you can't threaten me with your disobedience. You, should, you shouldn't turn into a sport brat. Sport brat. Sport brat. You're a Christian. Don't let me call you a brat. You're a sport brat in the church. You can't, can't be corrected, can't be led, full of lies, deception, cheating, I mean, evil, wickedness, a heart, a soul that is, is destroyed. And you won't repent. And the next move, I'm going. And then because of our emphasis on shepherding, loving the sheep, follow up, PVCI, shabby shepherding must go. They are drive, I drive for the flock. So now, wicked, wicked boy, wicked girl, you're using it against the pastor. So the pastor will feel bad. But he didn't look after you. He didn't care. He didn't compromise. He, he didn't join you in your sin. He didn't join you in your stupidity. He didn't join you in your division. So, so he must feel bad. So I must, I must, I must, I must desert God. I must desert God. They come and follow you. You know, one day, a certain sister called me. Said after church, it was a Sunday morning. She said, I have to talk to you today. Before you go home. I said, no problem. No problem. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you. She said, she said, she said to me again. She said, I have to. When you feel, I have to talk to you. I said, no problem. No problem. Come. Come. Then she came. When she came, then she said, can her husband come? I said, you are the one who arranged the meeting. So you can call anybody, any party, anybody. Come, come with all of them. So the husband came. Then she said, this morning. If I had a fight in the house, there's this. Her husband said to her, this, he said, this morning before we came, Sunday morning before we came, he said to me that he will kill me. And after he had killed me, he will kill himself. So, I said, what happened? What happened? She said, no, you don't understand. You don't understand. I don't want you to solve any problem. I want you to tell him that if he wants to die, he should die alone. <laughs> that was that was that was the whole that was the whole thing, because my pastoral cap has come. I'm going to get into issues and quote verses and encourage people. And he said, he said, she said to me, she said to me, she said, she said, she said, Pastor Richard, you don't understand. You don't understand me. I just have I just have one message. I don't want, she said, I don't want anything to be solved. I just want him to know next time he thinks of death, he should do it to himself. He shouldn't hurt me. That's the only message I have. That's the only message I have for this Sunday morning. If he would die, he should die alone. If you are planning to rebel against God and go to hell, don't add me to your journey. Don't come and twist, don't come and twist my arm. Twist my arm. And play play with my conscience. Play with my conscience. 
sleeping there with all your Samoanes. Nobody has sacked you. We've not even said anything to you. You are like some golden vessel that perhaps the Spirit of God Himself will convict you. Nobody has said anything to you. We haven't said anything to you. We've not said anything about you. At the peak of your stupidity, that you are coming to threaten pastors and threaten the church. Because you see, these people, these people, they are into shepherding. They like shepherd. We are into shepherding. Shepherd, sheep, sheep, shepherd. Sheep, sheep, shepherd. Sheeping, shepherd, shepherding the sheep. But you don't love God. You don't like him. You don't like him. You don't like him. If you liked him, you would not even have the problem that you have. That's, that's the basis of it. You know, there's some issues that is out of your hand and it gets complex. But some of it is very clear. You don't like God. You don't like God. You don't like God. It's just not my place to say you're not born again. I, don't have, I would have told you to your face that you're an unbeliever. I'll tell you to your face to your, that from your foot you're an unbeliever. You better repent. Otherwise, otherwise, if you are going home now and you have an accident and you die, you are likely to go to hell. I'm tell, I'm, I will not be surprised. At, I wouldn't know that you've gone there, but I would not be surprised if you end up there. I wouldn't know you are there because I'm not coming there. <laughs> yeah, but I won't be surprised the way you are. That you can't keep the words of God. You can't keep the words of your pastor that you are destined for hell. Deceiver, wicked fellow, wicked, full of wicked, justifying wickedness in your heart and living on. Wicked girl. I mean, your head is wicked. But your heart is being softened. If you love God, if you love God, the implication of keeping his words is that you love him. That is when we know that you love him. Otherwise, you hate him. You hate him. You hate him. Your parents tell you to do something, you do the opposite. You hate them. You, you, are, you, are, you are a hater. You hate them. You don't love them. You hate the person. You live with someone, the person says, I don't like something. I don't like it. I don't like it. You're always bringing something. The person said, this thing, I don't like it. If you love the person, you will stop. No matter the number of reasons you give to yourself, you will stop. Because some of you wives, you're always appointing girlfriends for your husbands. Always appointing some girl. I don't know what you used to choose. I don't even know what you used to determine who he likes. I don't know how you come up with the, with the list. And he keeps saying that I don't like it. I don't look. You don't know somebody who like the people. The people who are doing those things. You, you don't you know them? I will show you women whose husbands are really into things. You should say that they are like they are like chicken, not even lamb, chicken. They are like duck that has fallen into hot oil. They sit there quietly, cool. You have mouth to talk. I, the person says, I don't like, I don't like this topic. I don't like it. You don't, you don't give two hoots. Because you've given yourself reasons why you must talk. 
and why you must torment him and why you must haunt him and why you must disturb his life because you've given yourself you've given yourself reasons don't turn yourself into a hater don't turn yourself into a into somebody who hates it's like i hate you see when you hate somebody you don't do what they say you don't keep their words to keep their words say you love god from today from today when you say you love god don't think about your new clothes you wear on sunday no 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 don't think of your dancing you come and dance anybody can dance those who love they keep the words they keep the those who love when you say stop they stop when you say play on they play on that's the person who loves you that's the why would you surround you why would you surround yourself with mockers scoffers rebels why why would you want such a person such people around you why would you ever in your lifetime want to partner work with someone who doesn't believe in you? Why? That's what God is saying. That look, if he loves me, we will come unto him. We will come. That is where we are. That is where we are. We are where the people are loving us and keeping our words. That is where we are. We, are there. we will come unto him and we will make our abode with him. May the presence of God remain with you. Amen. Yes. But it's not just by the amen. Even though the amen is good, it's not just by the amen. The, it, it comes from, he will keep my words. He will keep my words. The implication of those words that you love God. His presence is with you. That's the implication. Keeping his words. Not doing, not doing dry things. It's very, it's very easy to do dry things. Even when an anointed photographer takes pictures of the church, you see, you see that you see that this person, this person loves the church, cares about the church, cares about the work. I've seen different people taking photographs. I've seen different photographs. That I'll say, I'll say, oh, this person. I'll just ask who took these pictures, and I know who it is before before the answer comes. I know who took the pictures, and you will see others. They don't even care. They just take. You see, the pastor is catching his bum. They've taken and put, and put it on Facebook. See, he's preaching. It's on. It's on Facebook. Then they are liking. They are liking. You wonder, I mean, you, you see, you, you just look and you wonder, who did this? Which irresponsible person did this? Everything is based on love. In case you don't know, I'm telling you. Everything is based on love. When there's no love, nothing works. Everything is based on love. Everything is based on love. Who do you love? What do you love? Do you love God? Do you love his ministers? Do you love his church? Do you love his church? Do you like the church? Do you want the church to be a good place, a nice place? Or you want to be the monkey in the church, the demon in the church. You want to be the one who always affects the preaching. Nice person for us. As soon as we see your face, the message is changed. Do you love? I mean, do you love God? I think I should end so I don't dilute the message. So I don't dilute it. 
Because I think Jesus doesn't need help. It's clear. Is it not clear? I can read verse 22 again for you to see what, what led to this. Judah saith unto him, not Iscariot, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us? And not unto the world. How is it? How is that? You don't love the whole world and the dogs and the cats and the rats and everybody in me, wicked people, evil. How come you just don't like every, everywhere? Your presence is there. Everywhere we see you. Why don't you do that? Like people will want to argue when you go on witnessing. If there's God, why this? If there's God, if God, why? He said, that's the question he's asking. Why don't we do this? And then he answers. If a man love me, he will keep my words. And my father will love him. And we will come unto him and make our abode with him. We will stay with him. We will stay with him. We will stay with him. Stay with him. Stay with him. I've seen singers who are not anointed before. Beautiful voices. Zero anointing. Zeros, I mean, there's no spirit. Because I always remember asking myself, when will this person become anointed? I always, it's a silent question I've always asked myself. When will this person become anointed? When? 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 I kept asking, when? When will the anointing show? When will we see a drop of oil? But you see, when you think closeness to God is having a role to play in the church, that's where the delusion starts. That's where it starts. Always ask, when? When is this person going to become anointed? When? When will God manifest himself to them? Manifest himself. Manifest himself. That they will see him. This is God. God is with him. You know, like that unbeliever said to Jesus. No man doeth these things except God be with him. Your ultimate dream in life is that one day someone will point at you and say, this is Emmanuel. This is Emmanuel. When you finish doing whatever you do in the church, even if it's, it's serving water, but when you finish serving the water, they should remember and say, there's something about this water server. There's something about the person. If they will say it's Emmanuel. Emmanuel is the difference. God is with him. God, Emmanuel, God with us. God with us. The man of God attended a healing Jesus campaign once. And he looked at Bishop and he said, This is Emmanuel. Either crusade or give thyself holy conference. He said, This is Emmanuel. What we are witnessing is Emmanuel. That is, God is with you. This. He said, this is Emmanuel. You want to enter your church as ordinary as you are. As ordinary, normal person as you are. You want to walk into your church and then our jaws should drop. And say, hey, this is Emmanuel. This is Emmanuel. This is, I mean, you can only have this if God is with you. If God is with you. That's how you can, that's how you can be able to do this. And Emmanuel is showing us where he goes. If you keep my words. May you be keepers of his word. Stand to your feet and thank the Lord. 
you will never be a hater of God. But if you are, repent today. Yes, thank him. Thank God for tonight. Thank him for his message. Thank him for his message. Thank him for his instruction that has come to you today. Pray that he will heal you of wickedness and heal you of evil and give you a sweet spirit and obedient heart. A heart that is yielded to God. Ready to obey God. Ready to follow God. Ready to hear his word and be a doer of his word. That he may manifest himself to you. That he may manifest himself to you. That he may come unto you. And that he may make you his abode. That he will stay with you. He will stay with you. Pray for yourself. Pray. Pray for yourself. The Lord soften my heart. Lord soften my heart. Lord soften my heart. Lord soften my heart. Lord heal my heart. Lord heal my heart. Lord help me. Save me from rebellion. Save me from rebellion. Save me from stubbornness. Save me from the wickedness and the wicked ways. Oh Lord. Oh yes Lord. Oh yes Lord. Help us Lord. Help us Lord. Help us Lord. Help us Lord. Pray for yourself. Pray. Pray. The spirit is helping some of you already. He's helping some of you. He's helping some of you. He's helping some of you already. Self, you're already in the spirit. He's helping you. He's helping you. He's located you. He's identified you. He's helping you. He's helping you. Your prayer is the sign that he's helping you. Your ability to pray now. Your ability to pray. Your ability to talk to him. It's a sign. It's a sign of the strength that he'll help you. He'll help you. He'll help you. He'll help your infirmity. He'll help your infirmity. He'll help you in your weakness. In your weakness. He's helping. He's helping. Your ability to pray. Your ability to speak. It's a sign. It's evidence. It's evidence that God. God is helping. His spirit has suddenly come upon you to talk to him. To talk to him. To talk to him. To speak to him. Yes, Lord. Bashataya. Malibresto. Ledomia dadia labra diba kaba lava diba koba lava diba kaba sada. Lebremisto yebiakasta. Mazema lebremisto labra diba kostanda. Mazevle, zevle disto, zevle disto. Strength, 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 strength of God. Strength of the Spirit. Strength of the Spirit. Strength of the Spirit. Mashatada labra di bushanda lebredo steyede 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 mikoya shande labradiste namios tayande lariada stayadereste stedenda 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 stedenda. Masindo labra diva kaba laba daba diva dosta daliata. Strength. Receive strength. Receive strength. Be strengthened. Be strengthened. Be strengthened. Be strengthened tonight. 
Be strengthened tonight. Be strengthened tonight. Be strengthened tonight. Shaba laba diba laba doba laba diba laba daba daba shtata. Nakomia blesto. Father, let everyone gather here. Receive strengthening, Lord. Let the weak be made strong once again. Let the weak hearts be strengthened. Let the weak minds be strengthened by your spirit, Lord. Let there be an angelic visitation to minister strength, strength, strength to your people, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your blessing. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for the blessing of strength. Thank that none shall fall. None shall give up. We shall not give up this race. We shall not give up this fight. Giants shall emerge. Giants shall emerge. Spiritual giants shall emerge. Great men and great women of God shall emerge. People that shall excel in might and strength of ministry and of their calling, Lord. No calling gathered here shall be aborted, Lord. No calling of anyone here shall be terminated, Lord. It shall be fulfilled, Lord. What you have said concerning us shall be fulfilled, O God. It shall be done, O God. Thank you for your blessing. And thank you for your great grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed, if you're here, someone invited you to church tonight. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Today is your first time, your second time. That deep in your heart, you feel far from God. When we say born again, you don't understand what it means to be born again. When we say, are you saved? You are not sure. You don't understand what it means to be saved. But tonight, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be saved. I do not want to go to hell when I die. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to be born again. I want to have a relationship with God. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed. If you are here like that, don't say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus tonight. Please lift up your right hand, wherever you are, very quickly. And I'll pray with you, very quickly. God bless you. God bless you, very quickly. You also want to join in. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I need Jesus in my heart. I don't know what it means. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. God bless you. Just your right hand. Pastor, pray with you. I need Jesus in my life. Just your right hand. I'll pray with you. God bless you. If I have your hand lifted up, I want to do one more thing. I want to come to me right here in the front. Come out of your seat. Come. Come. You didn't lift up your hand, but you want to give your life to Jesus. You can join us. Come.
say this prayer with me, my, my brother in the front. And church, help us as we say this prayer. Say with me, say, Heavenly Father, thank you for tonight. I am a sinner. Father, please forgive me of all my sins. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. See, I believe with my heart that Jesus died for me and rose up on the third day. Say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Say, Heavenly Father, please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name. Father, thank you for his love for you. And thank you for your love for him, Lord. Thank you that you forgive him today. And you accept him today as yours, Lord. We declare to the worlds that be that this one belongs to Jesus. This one is bought by the blood of Jesus. This one is saved. And he shall save you, Lord, for the rest of his life. Thank you for this blessing. May he be established. Keep him, Lord. Keep him. Keep him in your fold, Lord. Keep him, oh God. Help him to stay. Help him to abide. Help him to remain. And help him to love you, Lord. Thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.